Welcome back to Retro Relevance, which is an extension of Chan It Down podcast, where I search through the archives for you and find something of relevance and value for today's world. And I have over nine and a half years of material in the archives as of this recording, and there's a lot to peruse through. So feel free to play a little Rush from Alette with your finger and flick it up and just keep going and then just randomly press something. I, I dare you to do that, especially if you're a new listener. Most shows I do are timeless on this, and that's why I do the retro relevance and bring back something old and bring it new again. We're not going too far back in my material. We're going to go back to, uh, we're going to just go back um, to December 30th of 2019, Climate Change Deception Under Blanketed Skies. And this is, of course, about chemtrails, but it's also about understanding what climate change really is. And, and I couldn't add much to it today or do a better show today i don't think i think i did a pretty decent job of navigating this this complex puzzle that we're in here and and it's very difficult for a lot of people to dive into this because this is a twofold uh this is a twofold explanation of things so uh that's why this episode has two different talks with music embedded in between and I always like to keep an opening for beginners, please, because it's it's important for people to step in from, you know, that perfect little spot that might just activate something in them, you know? The truth is the climate is changing, and it's because of these programs that they spray in our, in, in our skies and causing weather problems, causing drought inducement, irregular rains, fires, storms, and all the things you're seeing that definitely feed the official narrative very well to convince somebody that, yeah, things are kind of weird, things are not, kind, not quite normal. So, of course, people are going to go off of that. But in truth and reality, it is not what's really happening, and it has to be understood. Um, so, you know, uh, and of course, I think and to understand the climate change issue, you must go back to the Club of Rome Limits of Growth 1972 report to understand how it was completely made up, but what they're doing to our skies And this is, again, one of the many programs. That's why I have the Real Skyfall series of shows, because there's so many different programs within this. But certainly one of them is weather manipulation, and you're seeing it all the time. And there's a lot of ways to not understand this correctly. And I think there is a problem when putting this picture of geoengineering out there. People say Bill Gates wants to block out the sun. And I would say he knows to some level of what is going on, if not fully, probably does. I mean, his dad was eugenicist, hung out with all these, these elites, right? But um, this geoengineering is maybe a cul-de-sac for those who want to kind of know what's going on and just investigate no further and saying, oh yeah, they're just out to you know help us out and cool the earth. And of course it's not. And and, and also, I would say it's probably uh, an excuse for the low-level low people carrying this out, thinking that they're helping saving the Earth, but they're not. And the problem of the claim 
that they're cooling the planet by using aircraft to disperse the aerosols does not fit the facts of simply observing what they've been doing. This, this, the, the clouds heat the planet up. They don't, you know, they create a blanket that actually heats up the planet rather than the exact and doing the exact opposite of what they say they would be doing if they were doing it. Well, there's a paper by um, an idealist uh, named Edward Teller, and a lot of people go off his work. Um, it's called Global Warming and Ice Ages, Prospects for Physics-Based Modulation of Global Climate Change. The problem is where they say they are dumping these aerosols and for what good. You know, T Teller makes clear that the preferred target for his ideas is generally space and where the heat can feasibly be diverted or managed away from the earth. And then Teller's models that mid-stratospheric operations would be required to affect any type of practical mitigation to global climate warming. Well, the stratosphere is not where many jets can even fly. In fact, they might be able to get in the lower stratosphere. That's about it, because once you get up there, the, the air cannot even conduct uh, regular flight. So, and, and you have to realize too, this guy Teller believes that in climate change. He believes the official narrative, but I guess if you wanted to actually cool the earth down, you would do this. You would go up into space or the higher um, uh, mid-stratosphere and upwards and, you know, make a blanket of something up there to deflect the sun's heat up there. But that's not what's happening. So, but, you know, uh, they're not cooling the earth. They're not even in the mid-stratosphere. And, and, and space, uh, they are in the troposphere, which directly affects our atmosphere and our weather and everything, and it's not even the same thing. So when people say, you know, that they're talking about geoengineering and people like, um, you know, these top geoengineers, uh, they, they're, they're not even, that's not even the same thing that's going on. And even if they were carrying this out, it's not even in the right place. So there's a lot of understanding of this. So even though I pretty much put it in this episode you're about to listen to, uh, I thought I would add that in. So enjoy this next this episode. Again, I think it needs more people to listen to it. So it's out there again, re-released. Uh, feel free to peruse the archives. If you want to support the show, buy t-shirts. Go on to the website, channeldownradio.com. Uh, you can always subscribe to Patreon, which I'll be doing more on there. Keep an eye on my Patreon, which is Patreon backslash Loomis, L-U-E-M-A-S. And spread the word, and it helps the algorithms for the show. Give reviews and, and you know, do those little things, and that's how this show grows. Much love, you guys. Enjoy this next episode. Chant It Down Radio is coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system, and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Chant It Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole, cause what you see, real life, you're watching this world unfold. 
the truth in nature lies Rickling what's been stole The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth exposed So people see the light Let's shut it down so we can know It's simple, we just break it down a little bit So we can process all Make the switch and elevate yourself to conscious mode And it's benefit so we can get this kind of growth And get the future generations wanna start the whole thing With the message demonstrated we can start a post Taking in the simulating, getting lots of numbers Waking up the possibility to try to stop hypnosis Welcome to Channel Down Radio. I'm your host, Loomis. ChannonDownRadio.com is the website. This is episode 132, Climate Change Deception Under Blanketed Skies. This is part 11 of the Real Skyfall series. So go to the website if you're not familiar with that, and go down the series of shows page, and there you will find the other 10 parts. You don't have to listen to those, but it's important to the perspective I'm giving out today. Please subscribe to the show if you have not on their various platforms and of course listen to the archives. This is a big important talk. If you're sold on climate change then please lend an ear or share this podcast with those you know who are convinced that we're going into climate meltdown. Many people have not heard this breakdown and it's an important breakdown to a perspective that completes what's really going on because there's a lot more going on than what people are saying. And at the very end of this talk, I'm doing a brief follow-up on episode 113, uh, which was called Strange Happenings in Hawaii, a little bit on the Edward Snowden story. I thought it was really good information that actually makes it for certain to know that we are being lied to. Well, enjoy this episode. Share it with friends. This is one of the most important episodes of the year because this is a perspective being put out right now by the mainstream media that we need to understand. And if you have people that really are seeking the truth, or if you yourself are seeking the truth, then this is something for you because uh, this is what is going on. Chin it down. Well, here's the last broadcast of the year and the decade. This, I think, is the single most important episode that I've done this year. 2019. And it's very timely with what's happening with climate change. I've been meaning to get this out sooner, but life got in the way, and well, here I am now. I wanted to do it months ago, but that, you know, things happen, and I want to do it right. Uh, Today we're going to really explore the truth in this whole climate change alarmist mentality that is being pushed heavy out at everybody, and you, you know, you can't avoid it really. Um, So I want to, you know, go through that. And what it's really all about when you put chemtrails in the mix. If you want to know the truth on all this, if you really are a seeker of the truth, you will follow me through this. Uh, It's kind of a two-part talk. I'm going to lay down one group of interesting facts, and then after, lay down another deeper level of this understanding. Uh, And few people are, are seeing this picture today, and it, and it really is one of the greatest agendas in our life, and I really feel like more people need to see this picture. I'm not the arbiter of truth, but I do know that this is um, definitely going on, what I'm going to, this whole message I'm going to display. This is very important, and if, if you're not a regular Channel Down radio listener, or you're just new to this type of information, I encourage you to let go of preconceived notions you may have about any of this, all of it, what I'm saying. Leave your opinions at the door and come inside this zone where we just simply want 
the truth. Even if it leads you to being uncomfortable, unsure, scared, frustrated, angry, even if it goes against what you thought you knew and shatters your worldview, it's worth it. Leave it aside. Look and at today's picture I'm going to compose. Just take a look. I'm coming from the heart. It's, this is a cozy zone. We don't bite, so don't worry. Coming from the heart and just coming from what I <coughs> have been able to put together here. Before I touch climate change, I just want to, you know, I want you to understand exactly where I'm coming from here. When I say that I'm even just skeptical about what they are saying that climate change is, it's at the tip of people's tongues that I don't like nature and I'm evil and that I'm um, a fascist and that I am supportive of the oil industry. I, I, I'm a supporter of it. And that none of that is remotely true. None of it's true. <clears throat> do, do you see... Do you see how there's no middle ground? Do you, do you see how there's no there's no uh, conversation and that this conversation is not happening because people jump to knee-jerk reactions? Do you see that? that? We can't get anywhere there because of that. You know, at heart, I am all about nature. That's real planet Earth. And that's what we need to get back to. I am, in many ways, an environmentalist. I, I fight for nature and the natural world all of the time. Just not a stereotypical environmentalist tree hugger type, you know, but not, not one you may recognize. And that's because I've done my own research and become my own being through the understanding of what is really happening on Earth. And I think getting back to nature is the ultimate answer to our problems. I, I, we, we've got so far away from nature that, that we don't even know who and what we are. We don't. We're that far away. And I've all, always also been a strong person that has always retreated to nature for my my strength for my my centering so yeah and and also even i've had the activist and environmental author derek jensen on the show before and he's pretty hardcore environmentalist for most you know i love his work i i think his books are great and i i agree with maybe like 95 to 97 percent of what he has to say and i really don't agree with what 100 percent of what anyone has to say and because i always take what i what what i need and and leave the rest with all all uh, authors and people that i like you know and, and, you know, he may not, Derek Jensen may not take it where I'm going today, but just to let you know that I've had him on should tell you that I'm not in any way supportive of industry destroying Earth. Just the very fact that we prioritize an economy over the natural world is wrong in itself, or that our civilized world, that sucks for the most part anyway, is more important than nature. And, you know, it, it's, it's the very fact that we live against it and not with it. So you could say I'm really big into loving nature. So big into it, in fact, that I strongly stand against man's world and I myself lean toward being primitive and earth-based. Um, so when I say I don't believe in climate change, uh, the official version, it has nothing to do with me defending fossil fuels, big industry. I hate cars. I hate cars for many reasons, you know? And I have two middle fingers up for big industry, developing places that should be wild. I mean, I hated as a kid when my play places and nature were turned into developments. The very word development means destruction of the natural world. Pro progress equals destruction in this world. It really does. We're not progressing, but we're we're digressing. <clears throat> and I, I blame man 
for most of the at atrocities that are happening against nature and killing of countless species of animals and plants. Man is doing damage. There is no, there is no lie there. But um, what they're saying here, and as I'll get into, is something else. <clears throat> also, till around maybe 2010, I believed in climate change. I was a believer. But as time went on, it didn't quite fit what really was going on as I started to really look around. And I'm not a conservative, nor a liberal. I don't believe in government at all. I believe in total freedom. And I believe both sides are heavily caught up in a small, confining picture that doesn't bring out the truth. So for humanity to grow and move on from this, we need to get rid of all this political nonsense and everything and really look and seek the truth. I'm here to tell the truth as I know it and stand behind it. I don't care who I'm offending. This info just needs to get out there. So that's what I want to say before I start touching climate change because the biggest problem with any different thoughts or skepticism about climate change is that you're not allowed to debate anything or question any of it and just have a simple dialogue. So, <clears throat> episode 98, you might be familiar with, if you're a listener of the show, which was, um, I, call, I called uh, chemtrails cause climate change. And I'll, uh, I touched on a lot of this on that show, but now... The frenzy about climate change has really ramped up, so we need real details, and I, I wanted to really expand this topic. People are, are now saying that climate change is going to destroy the Earth as we know it in like 12 years, so this has really picked up and become, you know, uh, it's gone bananas, basically. So the synopsis, I mean... I shouldn't have to tell anyone this because pretty much everyone knows, but you know, with climate change is that there's too much CO2 gas in the air from burning fossil fuels and industry and therefore that's heating up the planet, melting glaciers and ice caps, ra raising the sea levels, causing droughts, fires, more hurricanes, tornadoes, more storms, more ocean acidification, and it's actually basically become the, the scapegoat for anything abnormal with the weather. I mean, have you noticed? I mean, I'm surprised they aren't, are not blaming uh, on earthquakes, too. Or, um, you know, they're already blaming on people farting, basically. You know, cows farting. <laughs> and, 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 and it's this big scapegoat for any abnormality in the weather. And it's all because of humans. You and me. We did it all. That's what we did. Well, okay. So how about we listen <clears throat> to the other side of the argument that gets no light? Scientists that think otherwise, um, that people have labeled as climate change deniers or, you know, <clears throat> skeptics. And as you'll see, that this whole thing that people are talking about has some holes in it. And we really need to look at that. Just this, that in general. They're missing a big picture, too. All these people are missing a big picture, as, I'll, as, I'll, as we'll get into later. But let's, let's just go with this for now. So let's put it all on the table. I've gathered a collection of data from scientists and climatologists that are not part of the quote-unquote consensus, the 97% consensus. Consensus is not science anyway. That's politics. I mean, what the hell? How did this become the norm here? This is, but this is what people are looking at, okay? So <clears throat> these, these um, skeptics, these people that are putting caution to what the mainstream climate change people are saying well for one thing they're telling us that on these pie charts that 
you know, um, climate that, that CO2 is, is the major greenhouse gas and it's increasing and all that. But the, first of all, they're missing one of the biggest things is the number one greenhouse gas is water vapor. You see the pie charts that exclude water vapor, and they'll put 63% carbon dioxide, 19% uh, methane, and about 18% other. But if you include water vapor, it looks more like this. 90% water vapor, 6% carbon, 2% methane, 2% other. Why don't they include this in their charts? Why aren't, why aren't we seeing this? It's not being included. It's not part of a picture. Because they're trying to get us to see one picture only that CO2 is the primary greenhouse gas. And they, they are forgetting to tell us another thing, that CO2, carbon dioxide, is also plant food. When we exhale, the trees breathe in, basically, you know, and it's part of the life cycle. It's part of it all. You know, if this, if this planet is about to be uninhabitable, then how come the CO2 levels have been a lot higher in other periods of Earth's history. You know, if we look at the narrow window of time, it this looks bad. And that's what alarmists are doing. They're looking at a narrow window of time. The carbon <clears throat> from maybe the first measurements in this narrow window of time they're talking about, which is, um, you know, around the beginning of the industri Industrial Revolution, has increased from 280 parts per million to 400 parts per million today. That's what it is today about. And that looks bad if you look at that jump, you know. And I'm sure some of it is from industry, no doubt. I'm actually in agreement with that. That, yes, um, this stuff is, some of it is coming, of course, from the exhaust out of our exhaust pipes. But is it necessarily the worst thing, you know, as we'll get into here? Uh, because of ice core samples, we are able to look back actually 800,000 years in Antarctica, which is has the longest continuous accumulations of ice, being the coldest place in the world. Air bubbles are trapped within layers of snowfall to allow accurate dating and direct measurement of these greenhouse gases. <clears throat> so that's how they're able to you know get these these uh, these measurements. Real climatologists are able to look at our history that includes interglacial periods and ice ages, which is really important because um, there, it's important to really look at these ups and downs, as we'll see here. Our, our current geologic period has the lowest average CO2 levels in the history of Earth. So that's something to think about, because in the Cambrian period, you know, I talked about today's 400 parts per million. In the Cambrian period, it was almost 8,000 parts per million. And the Jurassic period had almost 3,000 parts per million. And that would probably be due to all the volcanoes. So climate alarmists have declared with no evidence that 400 parts per million is tipping point beyond redemption. Well, wait a minute. Now, if, if, plant, if it's plant food, plants thrive with more CO2 levels and the soil is actually moister. Not to say any of this man-made pollution is, is good by any means because it's not, but there is a misunderstanding about carbon. Carbon is a gas, man-made or natural, and, well, it is increasing, but does that mean that the planet's actually warming? Um, <clears throat> one thing that's important to look at is the last uh, thousand years, the last millennium, uh, and, and how they, 
there's been many cycles of the Earth. One of them is the medieval warming period. The medieval warming period <clears throat> is a time period in which grapes and citrus trees were found growing as far north as Scotland, and olives grew as far north as the Rhine Valley of Germany. So um, there's a, this was a prosperous growing time. After the medieval warming period was the Little Ice Age. And the Little Ice Age <coughs> was severely cold, which brought a lot of death. And so you have these ups and downs. Well, mainstream scientists pushing the global warming scare uh, are saying a whole different thing. One guy in particular, Michael Mann, climate scientist, he has this famous graph called the hockey stick graph. I don't know why they call it that because it doesn't really look like a hockey stick to me. But maybe I'm just, I'm just not uh, not seeing the picture there. But I'm also not seeing the picture he's painting here. All right. So this guy, a lot of red flags. He wins. He wins like um, uh, awards. You know, uh, he he you know he gets all this uh, fame from. All, and, and, and credentials from people like Al Gore. Al Gore uses all his his uh, graphs in his Inconvenient Truth movie. I mean, this guy's suspect to me because he went to Yale. I mean, anybody can go to Yale if they you know get good grades and all that. But that's it's it's uh, a red flag when he's working with these other people. And Yale is is a lot of elites. A lot of elites come from Yale, as I've talked about on this show before. And, of course, home to the secret society uh, of Skull and Bones. But, so, Michael, Ma Michael Mann's uh, graph completely ignores the medieval warming period, the Little Ice Age, and it just shows this constant rise from a certain point in history which, some, which, which coincides with, with the... the uh, Industrial Revolution. So, man is destroying this earth. Well, this guy, man, is destroying our knowledge. Man, Michael Mann, took data from tree ring samples of Bristol cone pines from Northern California, which is actually not a very accurate thing to do because pine, pine, any tree ring every year is different and it's not consistent. And, you know, um, it takes cold seasons to make rings. So you're not going to see the warming, you're going to see the cool. Um, we don't even have rings in the trees here in Hawaii because we don't have cold seasons. But anyway, even the IPCC uh, uh, at one time warned against data from tree ring samples as poor temperature reconstruction. But he used it anyway, and Michael Mann even cherry-picked data from a, a small sample of those that he used. And basically, cherry-picking is the name of the game with this entire this entire picture they're trying to prop up for you. And so, um, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, the IPCC didn't even care that he used that information. They, you know, they're all for him. So his graph ignores the last millennium of data. And if you uh, uh, ignore the original data showing the medieval, medieval warming period and Little Ice Age, you ignore that we are warming naturally when compared to that last Little Ice Age. The, the Little Ice Age, the natural warming began to rise around 1695, long before cars, long before all this stuff. And we are still on that current warming trend, or at least sort of, from that time period. So, um, 
this is a rising, naturally warming time from that cold period. Now you can also look at work based on ice core samples from 120,000 years ago in Greenland in another interglacial period when temps were 14 degrees Fahrenheit warmer, or that's about 10 Celsius, than today. Greenland didn't melt. Only 25% of its ice sheet melted, and that's far less than alarmist predictions of today, because IPCC models have overstated warming up three times as much as the, that, when, when that other interglacial period I was talking about. I mean, what makes the Earth cycles anyway? Why do we have these interglacials and these these ice ages and these these uh, ups and downs? Well, Earth's orbit and tilt makes a lot of sense. You know, only if we could live thousands of years and we could see what the Earth is always that the Earth is always changing, and we could you know we'd be much wiser and for one thing. We would we would we wouldn't fall for this shit, you know, because warmer weather is actually good because it increases growing seasons and increases water vapor. And if anything we need to worry about, it's actually the opposite, another ice age. And as, as far as warming warmer goes, that warming trend peaked at 1998. That was the, 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 the peak of the current warming trend. Since then, things have started cooling. I mean... You know, despite the rising CO2 levels, things have started cooling. And I can say that as an observer, that I've noticed that, you know, the last, you know, quite a few years, things have been colder. I mean, you hear about these polar vortexes. You never used to hear about those. And I can say that um, I just here in Hawaii, last winter was the coldest winter I can remember. I think Valentine's Day was like 72 Fahrenheit, which is 20, 21 Celsius. Uh, as a high, and that's unheard of here. We had snow down to 6,200 feet on Maui's Haleakala Mountain, which is a you know 10,000 foot mountain. We had snow. People were freaking out. So in the early 2000s, the you know scientists had to change their their game a little bit, or you know these propagandists had to change their game a little bit because they had to realize they couldn't call it global warming because it wasn't really warming. So they changed the name to climate change. Now. Anything out of the ordinary can be blamed on climate change. It becomes the scapegoat. Yet climate and weather is always changing naturally. Yet the media's got the spotlight on it, so they can tell you, oh, that's, yep, yep, that's because of climate change. But in the second half of this talk, I'll tell you what it can be blamed on more, and it'll all fill in this little, this, this whole picture. 97% of scientists believe in global warming. That's what you hear. And you know, this 97% consensus. That's been disputed quite a bit, and it's, it's complicated, having to do with 1,144 papers that have been peer-reviewed. But actually, only 0.3% of published scientists stated in their papers that the recent warming is man-made. And you got to think about it like this. Remember that government-funded scientists want to keep their jobs. It's their, it's their livelihood. It's just like funding the cure for cancer. If someone finds the cure, no more government funding, it's all over, no need to do any more research, here we are, we got it, you know, and those people are out of jobs. Well, these scientists want their jobs. They may not realize the larger picture here, but, you know, if their funding gets cut off, what are they going to do next? So this this helps along a lot of people that re rely on this. Lots of money's wrapped up in this.
there's still not enough evidence if climate change is because of humans. But what they want to do with us because of climate change is take away freedom, increase government powers and taxes, and, you know, do whatever they can to, um, you know, basically have the reign of control. And we are being led down a path that is very contradictory to what these scientists are actually saying. And so, why don't these, these global, these climate change skeptics have a voice? Why don't they at least have a position to talk? You know, why, and why the lie with the, the hockey stick graph? Well, why? It's because they're trying to put a picture here that's not really here. You know, and when someone lies, then you can go, well, wait a minute, why are they lying? And why not just tell us the truth so we can actually, you know, have the proper data? And then you got to start tearing it down from there. The plan is for us to hand in our freedoms and pay high carbon taxes. And, well, it's, it's a global problem, so it needs a global government, which the controllers of the earth, the controllers of, of many civilizations, even, way back, have been planning for these days when they can get the whole globe under one thing. And this is one of the ways they can do it. And it's because we're so bad. We, driving these cars, we're, we're so bad. can't believe we're doing this. You know, we're just terrible. Yet, these are the machines we were given to work with. I mean, blame the auto manufacturers for selling them, the, us them for the, in the first place. Not us. We, we got to go to work. We don't have a choice. We don't even want to go there. You know? I mean, um... Besides, you know, if you really look, more pollution and destruction comes from manufacturing cars than your exhaust pipe, by far. So even if what I'm saying so far, uh, going into the climate change skeptics and looking at the other side of the information, even if it's totally wrong, their plan to lower temperatures is like a half a degree Fahrenheit, which is even less Celsius. So if we hand them all of these, this, this, freedom we have, which isn't much anyway, by the way, when we hand them that, well, then we can lower the temperatures. Whoa. I'll tell you what, when I see 400,000 people marching for climate change, mostly young people in their 20s, uh, yeah, I, 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 see, I see a lot of people um, upset. And yes, I agree that the planet is important. It's way more important than this shitty civilization. I mean, these, these protesters and alarmist hearts are all in the right place. The care factor for Earth and living beings is in the right place. Nothing else seems more important than that. I mean, it's the planet we live on. And, I, and you know, I totally get that. And that part is the right care to have. But they are just not informed. The problem is, the whole environmental movement has been hijacked and politicized. It's not meant to be a political movement. It never was. It's super easy to find some channel for anger in this world anyway. I mean, it's a crazy world. It's easy to want to get upset. And it's also fulfilling to think of not doing the normal 8 to 5, Monday through Friday reality because that's crazy and it really does suck. And I, I get it because I would rather not too. But these protesters, they're not scientists, or more importantly, they're not climatologists. These are your average people that have no expertise in these fields and don't know anything but what they are told. And they take both sides of all... The, they, they, they don't take the both sides of all this evidence. They 
they look at one side. It's one side of information, and they never have taken it all in through a filter to compare, compare, analyze, run it through their minds, and also use their rational mind as well as even their creative mind. None of these, most of these people haven't done that because you weren't given both sides to look at. Most people are people that haven't developed armor against lies and propaganda. We just have to realize that, and it's just the truth. The fault is in the training of your schools and believability uh, of people that pe the believability that people have in their schools, government, media, and that they would never believe that such big lies have been given to them. And that's because people don't know history well enough. They don't know not to trust. Because people forget easy. And these people also follow the crowd. Yet the crowd is almost always wrong and standing for usually hollow meanings rather than individual learned and heartfelt revelations of things. They just sort of go with the masses. Crowds just support leaders and government. Leaders who almost always manipulate to keep the population in check. It's always that way. I mean, just look at the track record of crowds. Nazi Germany. I mean, it didn't happen just because of Hitler. It happened because a whole bunch of people were into it. Or invading Iraq for weapons of mass destruction, uh, destruction you know? Uh, or Japanese during World War II. Yeah. Or, I mean, fuck. Crowds killed Jesus Christ, for crying out loud. Crowds killed people. Crowds are, are not what you want to follow, you know? So, today's people don't know history. And especially this woke culture. I mean, when people say woke, I'm just like, wait, you mean asleep? Because if, if woke is woke, then that's asleep. Because real woke is waking up and seeing the truth and not being led down this path. This whole woke culture has really been through the indoctrination process so heavy. It's been pushed through the schools. I mean, that's, that's why it's important that people from my generation that are actually awake to what's going on, it's important for us to be around. Because I'm early 40s, and we were around before this climate change scare was fully dominating the school systems and universities. I mean, it was definitely starting, but not in full effect, like, you know, so it, we didn't get the highest doses of it. And we're also around, my generation was around before the internet, before mainstream media was controlled by five corporations, and creativity was greater. I mean, that's why people are always looking back at these uh, 80s movies, because the creativity was better back then. Now people are just copiers. But what do we really know about this planet, too? you got to think about that. I mean, how long have we been keeping track of weather? What, 1885? And they can't even get your local forecast right. I mean, how, how do they even know that this climate change stuff is even gospel truth? And ask yourself why you believe in it, if you do. What Was it the mainstream media? Was it your school? Was it your peers? I mean, all of that was bought and paid for, and your peers were manipulated, unfortunately. So, I mean, look, every prediction about global warming has been wrong. I mean, in 2008, they, uh, they, uh, they said that New York would be underwater by, like, 2015. Well, here we are in nearly 2020. I mean, you know... And, and, and there's been other fear-mongering, only in the late 70s, you know, right right around the time I was born. I mean, they were fear-mongering the next ice age, which is actually probably more realistic because we're in an interglacial, and, you know, you know, that's more likely what could happen. So it's important to look at Agenda 2030. 
in the UN. And I know it's boring because um, a lot of this this stuff is boring to read, but you really have to understand how people are being manipulated and where all this is coming from. I mean, it, you know, you can go through a hell of a lot of different information um, on this, but I mean, they, they have things like people, planet, prosperity, peace, partnership, and you know, they, they're trying to be all politically correct. And you know what else starts with P? Poop. And that's what they're trying to shove down your throat. I mean, listen to this. Under planet, it says, We are determined to protect the planet from degradation, including through un su uh, through sustainable consumption and production, sustainably managing its natural resources, and taking urgent action on climate change so that it can support the needs of the present and future generations. And it also says things like... Uh, uh, we are determined to mobilize the means required to implement this agenda through a revitalized global partnership for sustainable development. It's always these nice words, sustainable development, but global. This is what these people want, is global. These, the UN is, is, it took two world wars to, to make the United Nations. First it was the League of Nations, then it was the United Nations, and, it, and nothing has been good. Their track record is, 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 awful if you would not want to support these people it doesn't matter how nice they they word these things these are goals because their agenda is trying to be rolled out 2030 in fact um 150 wars since the inception of the united nation after world war ii and more than over 100 million casualties from the united nations I mean, 50 wars in Central Asia, 11 in South Asia, 20 in Southeast Asia, 13 in Eastern Europe, 23 in the Middle East, 25 in Latin and South America. And, you know, it's just, you know, these people are not good, you know, and, and, and it took wars and violence to create this. And the reason these wars happened, World War One and World War Two, is to create the United Nations. These are, uh, this is a front um of of uh, the a globalist organization and it's and it's in plain sight, and from the UN, well, a, a UN think tank anyway, is this proposal, this Green New Deal, brought by Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, she's such a puppet on strings. She's so stupid. I mean, you just take a look at her. I mean, I I, I meet enough people and I can kind of tell when I take a look at someone that they're not too intelligent, and I can see that right there. But I mean. You can, you can, I guess she said that something like that, I mean, she's quoted as saying that, that we can fly to the sun, but we have to go to night. We have to go to night. I was like, what? I mean, should we, we be listening to her? You know, she's just a puppet. She can't even like, you know, people asking how, how are we going to pay for all this? Uh, you know, and the, the, the goal with the new green new, green new deal is to change everything to self-sustainable you know to the change the entire infrastructure uh have all electric cars and this costs million billions i mean and you know i don't care you know i don't not into money and worrying about what taxpayers need to pay but the problem is is it's it's uh it's who's it coming from us us uh working slaves already and, you know, if, if we were to be really self-sustainable, they take good things and they mix it with lies. I mean, it would be good if humanity had this, 
this mass consciousness change and decided that we all need to change the way we live in unison, but they always mix truth with lies. But what we're talking about here is we're talking about forcing it on everybody. You don't have a choice. And that's called a dictatorship. And it's a dictatorship for lies that have been put in place, such as Michael Mann's graph and all that. But they want to force it on us. I mean, climate alarmists are saying that we have like 12 years left. Well, that pretty much coincides with the 2030 agenda. And so, um, if you know the real truth and know that the same people behind this want to build a global one world government dictatorship, listen to episode 128 for some more facts on that if you uh, are new to this kind of information. And, And they have been trying to build it for millennia, and now it's here. And then, then you really see what's going on here, and you can't lie. You can't. You can't. You cannot uh, change that. I mean, how different is the threat of the end of the world from any anyone else saying it? I mean, you've heard it from Christians who say that Jesus is coming back next Thursday and didn't happen, or something like that, or or the Mayan calendar, all the fear behind that, or behind uh, Y2K. I mean, or even you know, our aliens are going to land and and such and such day and. We're going to ascend higher, you know, some new age bullshit. I think that, I think that our existence as we know it will end one day, but don't believe the hype from these guys. Their track record is wrong. And then there's Greta, Greta, Greta Thunberg. Oh, the cute little teenage girl that has so, so much passion behind her words. She can't be wrong. She's so passionate. You wouldn't want to badmouth her. You'll sound like a fascist. And it's easy to be be misled. And I I think either she's honestly um, just misled and passionate, or more than likely, I would say, that she's probably issued a script by politicians, most likely, or something like that. I mean, it's an age-old trick. China used it with children, uh, promoting the communist agenda. So did Stalinist Russia. I mean... It's common. It's and, and who's going to refuse the cuteness of kids, you know? And that's they want to pull on the heartstrings. And imagine if they got someone that looks like like Donald Trump to do it. It wouldn't have the same. It wouldn't have even the the close to the same effect. And people latch right on to Greta because here's a voice speaking out. And it's easy to be upset in this world, but you have to understand what is behind it. So, anyway. Not to get too off up on that though, because I, I'm yes, I've read a couple books on the skepticism of climate change. I've watched a lot of YouTube, and it seems like their the view of these climate change deniers, these scientists and climatologists, is that everything is just fine and nothing is changing. That hurricanes and tornadoes are on the decline, and basically. Basically, everything is the opposite of what the the uh, climate alarmists are are saying, and maybe some of that's true. But to me, these this this other side of the coin, these 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 uh, skeptics of climate change are still missing a bigger picture, and not everything they are saying is matching what's going on because they don't have another component. The climate is changing. And not only from what natural cycles of the earth are doing and things like that, but from what's going on in our skies.
is free. The sky, you can even see it with your name. Get eye, just to leave the thriller will not be. Provides, watch us and he's gotten into chains. So why? People don't look at me, they say pain. No mind, if anything on earth has really changed. Just lies, because I speak the truth, I'm labeled dangerous sky. If you live this lie, then you're okay, these crazy times. That's right, look up, they're spraying us And they do this every day And my thunder really just can't say it enough You probably know the change of The weather they've been playing with The immune systems are failing us Increasing of the ailments Others can't quite concentrate So maybe they're sedating us They do this in Australia All of Europe and Japan So look up in your area They check up all the skies Completely cover North America With aluminum and barium More gallons, nanofibers, nanotech You are the carrier Magnetic pulse, you get the dose By Bolsom Heart Facility my control in the fiber stroke can even stop fertility Poison clouds that follow on my chest, we call them chemtrails Control the globe, they spray the skies, it's easy, we just inhale They spray the sky, you can even see it with your naked eye Jets that leave the trail that will not vaporize Watch your sunny's got turned into shades, so why? People don't believe me, they say pay no mind If anything on earth is really changed, it's lies Because I speak the truth, I'm labeled dangerous lies If you live this lie, then you're okay, these crazy times Can't trails. So this is a call for people out there that are thinking freely Let's get involved in breaking down everything that keeps our freedom Time to expose this operation, talk to the population Tribes of the globe, let's congregate and topple this domination Everywhere you're looking, you're gonna see that hazy wag Breathing in chemicals that are all us and change our lives NATO and other countries have formed some kind of big alliances Love when you tell the truth, tell the multitudes they spray the skies oh, wait, wait a minute, um, what are you guys talking about here? Well, I don't know what's uh, better, a chorus of roosters in the background or a weed whacker in the background, but I'm trying to get away from noise to do this broadcast. Sometimes I have to do it outside. I like to do it in nature, and uh, that kind of goes with what I'm talking about today. But anyway, there's basically not many ways people are looking at stuff here. We have, of course, the climate change alarmists that are saying that, well, Basically, we're going to go into climate meltdown if we don't do all this uh, handing in of all of these freedoms, I guess you call them. I don't call them freedoms, but, you know, uh, basically handing in of, of our life and paying high taxes and all that. And then you have this other side of things that doesn't get a voice that's saying that the climate is not changing then, and then everything is just cycles of the earth. And basically, they're saying it's all good. And, well, that doesn't really match my, my experience either. So there's a third road, and the third road is the middle ground that you can find. And it's usually there's always a middle road, and that's where the truth usually lays. Not always, but usually. And this is where it is, because there is something else happening, and this is this whole aerial spraying that has gone on worldwide. If this isn't part of your equation, then you really don't have the whole picture. Don't tell me I don't know what I see in the air. And... If so far, if you think I'm some right-wing conspiracy theorist, then you're you're completely in the dark and, and not understanding the world we live in. I don't know what else to say without sounding like an asshole. Um, just watch what happens after jets in the air dump out their trail. You know, um, we're living in a human terrarium here because what's going on is is 
uh, you're going to see that these trails are not dissipating. And if you're still debating whether it's even real or not, chemtrails, just watch what is supposed to be condensation coming out of these jets. Watch how long they stay around, this, the aftermath of this, and they turn into clouds. I mean, can you do that? Can you just do that for me? If you're not a believer in this, just watch. Do you have the attention span for it? And so <clears throat> I understand if you're younger than mid-90s, you may not have any reference to all this. Uh, you, may, you may look at this because as normal because that's all you've seen your whole life, but it's not normal. It should not be happening at all. The powers that be don't want you to know this is real. They have been working hard and getting people to believe that this is some ridiculous conspiracy theory. They, they've, they've, they have been putting out lots of counter info, making you not believe in it. As, as soon as anyone says the word chemtrails, people automatically think it's some crazy conspiracy and there is also no middle ground. What it really is, is a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy and it really is crazy that it's happening. But it is happening, so deal with it. It's just as true as the sun rising every day, they spray your skies. If it was so wacky and untrue, why would they make sure that when you, when you look up anything on, say, Wikipedia or on YouTube about it, that they have a type of disclaimer below immediately telling you that it's not real and it's a conspiracy theory and condensation trails are normal and all this kind of stuff? Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy analyst. And I look at conspiracy facts and not just conspiracies. I mean, I don't spend much time on things that I can't prove, you know. Um, so, I mean, don't forget the, these operations are happening, too, above your head. So if you're, if you're already know, if I'm just preaching to the choir, don't forget that these things are happening almost every day, every place on the planet. It's not just this small operation. It's honestly the biggest operation ongoing that this planet has ever seen. And think about how much these, these operations actually affect. I mean, they affect the weather, which we're gonna get into here, plants, animals, people's health, and basically the entire frequency level of everything. And yes, I mean, our, our lives are relatively the same since these operations seem to have come full scale around in early to late 90s. Uh, or mid to late 90s more like uh, and you might not feel that different but our health is dwindling cancers are on the rise and, and of course it's hard to pinpoint where all this is coming from there's so many culprits that it could be just think about cancer for a minute though <clears throat> skin cancer doesn't usually come till you're in your 50s and 60s after you know and, and basically you're paying for all those times you tried to brown yourself at the beach uh, you know and to look good or lung cancer. I mean, many of the smokers from the time when it was socially acceptable everywhere did not come down with lung cancer till they were older in cases of like 20 to 30 years after they stopped smoking in a lot of ways. So all of this spraying may not take effect in everyone's body till another 10 years or so, or who knows exactly, right? But it absolutely has a big effect. And think about how much of an impact an operation that's worldwide, everywhere, almost every day, dumping uh, par metal particulates of aluminum, barium, strontium, and these fibers and, pa and sometimes pathogens and stuff like that, and mystery stuff, basically. I mean, think about how much of an impact that has on the entire living structure of the planet. 
um, ionizing the atmosphere for now nearly 25 years, I would say, full scale. Think about what all this is doing to the planet. So all of these scientists, whether they believe in global warming or not, either side of that whole debate, are missing the fact that every day our weather is being controlled and altered. You know, And every time the weather pattern changes, I see these high, filmy, milky clouds above the regular ones. And so let's look into the first thing, and that is warming. So as we went over, you know, and I was thinking that actually more lately the, the weather's been getting cooler, but the effects of this spraying naturally traps heat in because they're making a false blanket over the, the a false canopy over the sky and blanketing and trapping heat in. I mean, notice how you feel on days when you're clouded in from this spray. I mean, you, you feel kind of like you're cooking in a microwave, you know? It's, it's definitely um, really happening. Um, and what else heats the atmosphere is ionospheric heaters, which usually work in conjunction with these operations. Ionospheric heaters, such as HARP and others that are around the world. And what they can do is they, they can pick a point in the world and superheat the atmosphere above it. And they use the atmosphere, the ionosphere, to work their magic. And they can, you know, basically do whatever they want. See what the climate would be like without all this and all this spray. I think that's the ultimate real test would be to see, you know, what's really going on if none of these operations were going on. But no one's going to listen to us, who are a big minority, talking about this. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've seen crazy weather all over the place. Irregular seasons... And sure, that could be the tilt of the earth changing and natural cycles changing. It's possible, but definitely not these irregular rains. That's another thing to look at is irregular rains. They always spray when it's going to rain, either to control it or hold it off. You know, droughts are happening in certain places and not others. And if, if we are warming, then shouldn't the entire planet basically be in drought? And, you know... Um, Ahmadinejad, uh, Iran's president, I don't know if he's still Iran's president, maybe he is, Iran um, claims that Europe is stealing their rain. They're, he says they are emptying the clouds so they, so they will not come, move our way. Why would a world leader say that? Is he just crazy? Is he a fringe conspiracy theorist? Well, he must be, huh? I mean, no, it's all about the central bank. It really is. Um, there is no central bank in Iran. And notice that these rogue countries are the ones that seem to speak up. Um, back when the earthquake hit uh, Haiti in the early 2000s, Hugo Chavez from, uh, from uh, Venezuela claimed that, that the U.S. hit Haiti with an earthquake machine. You know, also, that one is not a central bank country. So, you know, notice that they, they're probably, uh, you know, speaking up on this because, well, they're not part of it and they're seeing what they're doing to the planet. Not that necessarily these are good leaders or even, you know, good governments. None, no government, in my mind, is good. But they're not going with the globalist program is what it is. So, yeah, irregular rains, um, you know, uh, droughts and also flooding that have been happening through all of these operations manipulating our weather. And then there's fires. I mean, the fires are a huge topic right now. 
all of these fires have been accelerated by aluminum oxide, which is combustible. So is strontium nitrate and barium nitrate, all found in chemtrail samples. And think about how many years of these particulates have been dumped on the trees. You can't see it, but it's there, and it, it just must accumulate on things. And, you know, that would only add to making these fires worse. And maybe they're dumping more than that on these areas of Target. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. But, yeah, some claim that these fires are started by directed energy weapons. That, and that sounds pretty far out there, but I can't say I totally doubt it. I mean, but it seems like there could be other ways too. But let's stick with what we can prove and, you know, go, not even go on that tangent. I mean, when they said the Amazon was on fire, there was, you know, there was make it a big deal about that, which is a big deal if it was really on fire. But some of those pictures were said to be 16 years old. And some people said many pics, the pictures that they had were, were not even in the Amazon. And people like Madonna and Leonardo DiCaprio were sharing pictures that were like 16 years old. And just as a side note, it's extremely hard to get a rainforest into a roaring fire. I mean, the wood is soft and damp. I've tried to make a fire in our rainforest here in Hawaii when I've camped, and it's damn near impossible. So, um, you know, the whole planet burning up. Now, these fires, especially in Australia right now, uh, are, are going up like crazy. And these people that are fighting these fires... They've never seen fires like this before, the ones in California. This is crazy stuff, and it is. Uh, but these particulates they're spraying out of these planes would only heighten this, and it seems like it's happening for a reason, and I'll get to that. Then let's get into hurricanes. The truth is, there does seem to be more hurricanes than I remember versus what the uh, scientists who say they're actually going down but when you have a media that is owned and is constantly highlighting and fear-mongering and pointing at the devastation and then it points the finger at climate change, then you remember it more. And yeah, um, they're moving slower too. That's another thing is they've noticed that hurricanes are moving slower. This is, well, this is controlled weather right there. Um, a good example was uh, a couple years ago, and I already talked about it on the show. They talked, to, I talked about Hurricane Lane. Hurricane Lane came here to Hawaii. It was a Category Four to Five hurricane that was supposed to hit us. And well, what happened is we, uh, you know, it didn't. It just stalled and stayed in the same place. And so what happened is it dissipated and didn't get us. And uh, same with a few on the East Coast. It's controlled weather, and you also have to know that they can steer hurricanes and jet streams. So it's it's um, not beyond their possibility. So yeah, it does seem like there is more hurricanes and you can look into the steering of hurricanes, the moving from next rad station to next rad station, that kind of thing. But yeah, it definitely seems like, you know, there's more than less, but... This all is technology that we've had to steer these jet streams. Weather control is nothing new. And then there's just crazy weather. I mean, in episode 98, I went over all the extreme weather events uh, since 
the beginning of these these uh, the spraying full scale from mid to late 90s, I counted them, I, you know, compared with the 80s is what I did. And the s- extreme weather events skyrocketed after that. And I don't know how accurate all those charts were. You know, this was just an independent study I did for that show in episode 98. They could, they could have fudged the numbers, but I, I looked at records that were all over, and it was mainly in the U.S., and I looked at multiple charts and counted one each myself, and came up with so many extreme weather events compared to before all this. So <clears throat> they've, they've been playing with their weather manipulation toys, and they really ramped it up. And so all these things that have been happening, crazy weather, you know, um, you've seen it yourself, and a lot of stuff that hasn't been reported, uh, and hurricanes, and fires, and uh, droughts, and and irregular rains, all this doesn't match what the climate change skeptics are talking about necessarily either. Um, so what what's going on here is climate change convincing. And I'm going to go as far as to say that these chemtrails are partly a program, not all, but partly to convince you that global warming is happening. I mean... Those that pay attention to nature more notice the weather is weird. Even if the climate is naturally changing as it does with Earth's cycles and everything, it is weird. The weather is strange, you know, and at least compared to when people were younger that have any, uh, any, any sort of memory of how different things were, they're seeing that. But like again, like I said, again, it doesn't help that the media is focusing on these things so you remember them more all right and it doesn't make it doesn't take much for john smith sheepleman eight to five rule follower ingesting mainstream news to go definitely this is climate change those scientists are absolutely right you know and so (laughs) they um yeah uh it doesn't take much because it is weird the weather is weird and they can just back it with these programs and I've even heard people on the other side that, that are, you know, let's say Trump supporters say things like, well, maybe there is something to this climate change because the weather is weird. And it is weird from these programs. When you mess with nature, it's going to react in strange ways. So then there's all, so there's all that. And then there's media mind control. So they are mess, really messing with our minds with this, okay? They tell us that chemtrails are not real and that it's some crazy conspiracy thing that people came up with, but that spraying chemicals from jets to save us from global warming called geoengineering is just fine. Uh, I want to link a talk to this, uh, which is, um, I've had him on the show before, creator Frank Sky's Matt Landman's latest video to this talk, to this podcast. So you can... Um, kind of see where he goes on the limb with that because I think it's important to understand yeah Matt says oh hold on let's get away from this noise a little bit here let me go over here uh, Matt Landman says uh, in in this talk that basically well you, the media badmouths chemtrails because chemtrails are some crazy conspiracy theory and if you believe in that you're crazy and weird and some kook yet geoengineering is 
something that they will do if they have to, if things get that bad, they'll spray these metal particulates in the air to reflect sunlight to cool us down. Well, the funny thing is, is well, yes, they, they are doing it. Not if they will do it, they are doing it, but they aren't doing this. This is not something new. They've been doing it, of course. This is chemtrails. It's one and the same. And they've been doing it since the mid-90s or late-90s full scale. But not to save us from global warming, but to control weather and many other programs. And you can check out those many programs on this series of shows. The the uh, Real Skyfall, which is, uh, you know, part of this on the series of shows page, channetdownradio.com. But yeah, I mean, you know, people need to up themselves on this information. It's it's very important. And sometimes you need to go, go read the documents yourself, If you're especially if you're a non-believer in this. People need to read the document, Weather as a Force Multiplier, uh, Owning the Weather by 2025. Well, we're nearly in 2020 here, a couple days away, and well... I think they've been owning the weather for a while, and this is just kind of them saying, yeah, well, we're doing this, but if you want to read about it, we already are doing this kind of thing, but anyway. And I know reading these documents are not fun, but it's where you're going to find much more accurate proof of these operations. It's where you're going to find some of the real names for these programs and their applications. If they had the power to make it flood in, in Vietnam during the Vietnam War on the Ho Chi Minh Trail in the 1970s, if they had the, the power to do that, think about the power of weather control now, how much more sophisticated it is and how much they are able to do now that they have a full-scale operation above our heads. Um, basically, they're telling us that if we don't do something about climate change, more crazy weather events are going to happen, and uh, we're going to basically keep creating them. And then they point at uh, climate change for just about every bad thing that goes wrong is the scapegoat. And if we don't do anything about it, then it's just going to get worse and worse. Well, they'll just help aid this with the use of weather control. And that's probably been in their plans the whole time, I, you know. Um, and it's 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 already happening. It's been happening, and, and it one one of the main reasons for this going on. Yes, man-made climate change is happening. It's called chemtrail spraying. It's whatever you want to call it. One of the many names I call it chemtrails because I find that chemtrails are 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 uh, the slang word for it. And I don't care. You know, it's all the same. It's jet spraying stuff out, making a fake canopy of clouds with different programs that they're using. And so because climate change is a global threat, it takes global solutions, global government. And, you know, um, it's, that's, it's that's what they want. And you don't think they can put out these fires that are going on in Australia and California and stuff. They can make it rain anywhere. They can do this because they have control of where the moisture goes and where it doesn't. So, I mean, it's it really just, you just have to really take a look at this. It, so if this is not part of your equation and you don't understand that this is, this is a real situation that we're, we've been dealing with for a while and this isn't something that is part of where you, where you, uh, what you think about on a day-to-day -day basis, then unfortunately, you're way behind the curve. And you have to understand 
the world from the perspective of the elite people behind the scenes pulling strings and what they want. If you need more personal confirmation from me, listen to episode 128 so you don't believe in global conspiracy. But then again, there is many better speakers out there that can give you more solid information, but in that episode, I go over the quotes of these people and what they want. And that's important to understanding of how we should be viewing the world, because this world is shaping, is becoming what they want through the shaping of what they're doing. It's it's real it's real simple. Uh, when you understand it from this perspective, then it really kind of frees a lot of things up in a way, in a weird way. You know, so all of this is happening, no matter how hokey it sounds or how mainstream people have planted words in your, your brain and made you think that this is stupid, it is happening. And unfortunately, because it's such a, a, sm- a mal- small topic and few are talking about it, I would say one in 1,000 people know or that this is happening, or more like one in 5,000. Actually, I would say that. I would say that in a crowd of 5,000 people, one person might know all this. Maybe, maybe. And that's just being optimistic. So this is really important. This is all of this. And it's really hard to get to the truth of things. See how hard it is? I mean, you have to go through the fact that, first of all, they're, they're, the other scientists are not getting a voice. They're not getting, they're not getting an, um, any sort of platform to speak on to say, hey, look, wait, what about all this information that they're not talking about, the climate change alarmists? So you got them, but then they're not seeing that that our skies are being sprayed by these operations. And then you got the media saying this is kooky and crazy. And then you got them saying that geoengineering is uh, a good thing. Maybe if we have to do it, we will. And of course, they're already doing it. So it's very confusing. But if you can get to this base level of just simple understanding. Look, I'm a simple man. I'm not a man of education, but I'm a man of observation and life experience. So I have been able to be lucky enough to have... um, you know, uh, these kind of, uh, experiences to be able to give to you. So yeah, that's, that's what we got to do to get to the truth is the truth is always usually pretty simple. It's usually not, uh, something too complex once we get to the base level of things. So let me just go over one thing I want to go over real quick here is I told you earlier that I want to give a Edward Snowden follow-up. Whenever there's news about Edward Snowden since I've done episode 113, I feel like, well, um, that uh, I should kind of fill you in. And this is kind of... uh, uh, it goes right with what I'm talking about. So I thought I would throw it in this episode since it's very short. But um, So he's told, I think it's CNN, first of all. He's, he told CNN this stuff. But then he also was on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. So uh, he also said some stuff here. But he said here, I think this is to CNN. For the record, as far as I could tell, aliens have never contacted Earth. Or at least they haven't contacted uh uh, the U.S. intelligence. And in case you were wondering, yes, man really did land on the moon. Climate change is real. Chemtrails are not a thing, he adds. All right. Well, remember that. Okay. So then, it, and it talks about him here on um, the Joe Rogan experience. He's saying there's no evidence of aliens and chemtrails and the like. I know, Joe. I know you want there to be aliens. Snowden joked to Rogan. 
And he says, some, he says, and there probably are, right? But the idea that we're hiding them, if we are hiding them, I had ridiculous access to the networks of the NSA, the CIA, the military, all of these groups. I couldn't find anything, he continued. So if it's hidden, it could be hidden. It's hidden really damn well, even from people who are on the inside. Everyone wants to believe in conspiracy theories, but because it helps life make sense, he said on the podcast. It helps us believe that somebody is in control, that somebody is calling the shots. All right, well, see, this contradicts everything he already has said. And so this this is just uh, more confirmation that we're being lied to. Uh, the fact that, okay, um, he did say, and you can look up this, and I've talked to the, about it on the, on the show a few times, that he says chemtrails are, are geoengineering, it is a program that they're doing, and, the, and if, they, if they stop doing it, the earth would incinerate from global warming. And when he said that, I knew instantly, and this is way back, you know, when he first came out, that, uh, that, he was wrong because I know that all this official story of global warming is wrong. So what he knows and what he's saying or what he's saying here is is wrong. It's it's uh, you know it's just more propaganda and um, so it contradicts that. And then he's just saying you know just just to just to do it with one clean swipe. Yes, man really did land on the moon, which um, you know we can go over that. That's just a whole another topic. But I mean. I, we know we don't have the answers to that, but at the same time, there's quite a bit of evidence to look at there, and you know, and any and uh, you know, he puts aliens and chemtrails and the like all in one sentence, as if that's that's uh, you know just wipes it all up, and and that uh, it helps conspiracy theories help believe that somebody is in control, that somebody is calling the shots. Well, if you understand what these people want, and you understand that they are control freaks, then you do understand that they are and have been calling the shots. This is a very simple thing to see from once you understand that. So Edward Snowden to me is somebody who is either A, just a low-level agent type of person who really just didn't have access to the deep files and this is just what he believes, although he already contradicts what he said about chemtrails, so that's a red flag to me. But lots of red flags come from from him, if you if you look at the the situ the story. But second um, second thing was I, I or another thing I think of is that he maybe is just this 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 uh, insider in quotes there that we can get information from that they have made for public consumption. And I think that's really ultimately what it is, um, that he's just this guy that was given uh, to us to kind of, as a dipstick, to see if anyone cares that we're being spied on and all that. Or, you know, there's there's another possibility that, you know, this he some of the stuff he said was real and then this is just all uh, whitewash or, you know, he's been paid to do this. I mean... You know, this is a guy supposed to be in exile, so you know, um, I I just I just don't see I, this whole story doesn't doesn't add up. So listen to um, episode one thirteen for more of that because I really think that it's it's uh, really important to realize that this guy who's supposed to be the stealer of top secret information 
is not giving us the real information here and and that we are um, really just uh, being lied to again and so to get to the truth it is hard but the truth is very simple like I say so yes this spraying is going on it's been going on since the late 90s and it's controlling our weather and it's causing climate change man-made climate change no doubt no doubt at all so you just have to watch the skies you don't have to watch a lot of videos about it but you can if you like but there's a lot of convoluted information about it just you know keep it simple listen to a few people that I recommend but yeah um, it's very important so here we are going into 2020 where the truth is not easy to find and um, hindsight 2020 you might want to use when talking about 2020 because the truth is hard to find and it's gonna get harder to find as we get um, whitewashed by all kinds of ways in fact this show here is derailed and blacklisted I think quite a bit because my listenership has gone down and um, down mainly because I feel like well it gets buried in podcasts and all that and that that happens and I don't do a lot of promoting but the other reason is because I'm covering information like this which people don't want you to hear so if you are a uh, person that has interest in keeping podcasts like this alive please help promote the show uh i don't spend the time doing it listen i'm doing this wherever i can you can hear you know i don't have a quiet space to go sometimes so you know i do it still do it i don't care i do it for you and it's all free i i do ask for support sometimes just so it can help get this uh a show that's more frequent than than uh you know it is but otherwise it is just what I do and I do it for those of you out there and for the love and the free the freedom of humanity and uh, I hope that um, well I hope that this year can be positive and although the direction that humanity is going I'm not gonna really say that it's looking too good but um, in your individual life what you can do is manifest and manifest positive things and I'm sending positive vibes to 2020 so don't think that the world is just terrible and you have to focus on gloom and doom I never want you to take that message away when you listen to my show I want you to understand that I do this kind of this kind of talk because I want people to know the truth I want people to understand the situation we're in so you're not in the mess of lies and fog but I also want you to enjoy your life and I want you to enjoy it to the fullest and and love your loved ones and protect them and you know and just and and be as free as you can in these days coming 2020 is is uh, you know just gonna be a year that that uh, well it'll it'll uh, show itself to us and and uh, be vigilant but yeah, chant it down. Chant down the lies. See the truth. Be a warrior, not a warrior. I'm out. Well, I hope I'm driving it home with this message today. Um, it's not easy to put together this kind of a perspective, and I'm probably not going to make any friends from this show because everybody is tied to 
opinions, through identity politics, to media mind manipulation, to where they don't think for themselves. But if you want to become an autodidact and think for yourself, then this is for you. And to know what's really going on, that we're in the human terrarium underneath a blanket of skies that has been using the weather and humans as an experiment and many other things. And so we're going into a new decade. Where's this gonna bring us? Where are we gonna go in the 20s? I guess we'll find out. But uh, stay sharp, stay vigilant, and at the same time, enjoy your life. Channel Down Radio is still gonna be around in the 20s. Uh, just gonna give you more shows. And again, if you have any suggestions, people be on this at gmail.com. This has been a long journey now, and where humanity's going is going to be probably not in a good place for a while. As we progress with the 5G, we progress with uh, where everyone's going, and there is an end to the Earth in this existence. Maybe not through climate meltdown, but basically everything's just going to have enough, and it's going to give way. So we have to try to find the new way, the new way for humanity to break free and be who we need to be and a consciousness change on planet earth can it happen eventually it will it'll have to we'll have to hit that crossroads i thought we hit it a long time ago but we're still going but hopefully we'll find a way and chant it down radio keeps on chanting it down thanks for being a warrior